welcome to Musically and Technically Speaking, a podcast where music and technology intersect. Hosted by Brenda Minch and Carol Broves. Hi, Brenda. Hey, Carol. And here we are. It's the week before winter break, the holidays, Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever we want to call it. And we're just winding down. Now, you're done with your concerts. Right. You're done with your concerts? Yeah, we did our concert last week on Thursday night. So it's a couple of days away now. And it went really well. And so we're in that weird time of year where we're in between concert, but not really enough time before we all go home for break to get a major project accomplished. So... Yep, I had, no, my never, never. Yeah. I had my concert last Tuesday, same thing, you know, we're just sort of winding down, trying to get everything all put together, and I actually like this time of year, I don't shut down, I got things I want to do, so um, I know you have some really cool things, why don't you talk about your, you, you said you have uh, something that you love to play with your kids, and it's really sort of cool. Right. I was just, dis- we were before we got on, I was telling you that uh, I sometimes feel a little guilty because I play this game called Statue, which doesn't require very much effort on my part. All it really requires is that I bring in my iPod and I hit play and pause and play and pause and play and pause. Um, some people know this game is freeze dance, and basically how it works is that when the music is playing, the kids dance, and when the music is off, the kids freeze, and if you move when the music is off, then you're out, and eventually there's only one kid left, and that's the winner, and then we play again. And so this is what I use for reward in my music classes for almost everything, because one, it costs me no money, and two, the kids really love it. So um, sometimes I feel a little guilty, because it doesn't really look up front like we're doing much, but um, after talking a little bit with you, we, we kind of made a list of all the things that Statue is good for. Let's see if I can recall all of them and help me uh, out if okay, I miss okay. one. Okay, so it's good for the kids practicing um, beat as they have to dance. Right, and I talk right? about, yeah, right. you know, I, I fault. If someone doesn't, Uh-oh, can't. Carol, you... Yeah. Okay, I talk about the beat. Okay. Because if, if you're not on the beat, that's the music teacher's problem. So trying to get them on the beat, that's the whole dancing. And you talked about using different types of music. Right. That's I use it as an opportunity to play some music that maybe they wouldn't normally hear. I do play some of the stuff that they do, you know, listen to at home. But we try I try to play a little fifties doo-wop, a little jazz, um, some this time we did some a cappella music for Christmas that was, you know, kind of uh, in the, the college a cappella group style, kinda of goofy and fun. Um so it was another opportunity to hear some new kind of music, uh, covering beat. It also is a way to get them to move creatively to demonstrate the type of music that they're hearing. So when they're hearing a long legato sound, using long legato style movements, and then if they're hearing something kind of um, short and staccato, maybe more choppy movements, and it's fun to kind of get them to think about that instead of just because some of my kids will get into the mode of they're just going to walk to the beat all around the room in a circle, and they'll do that for the entire 30 minutes unless I stop them and say, hey, you're not showing me what the music does. So I guess even though it doesn't require a whole lot on my part in the way of planning and stuff other than gathering up my music, I think there are a lot of really educational benefits from playing statue with my kiddos in school. Mm-hmm. So that's what I've been doing the last couple of days because I only see my kids two times a week. Um, but what have you been doing this okay. last week? Well, um, my fourth graders, they were in the concert, and we are trying to get finished up our CDs, and we burn CDs. Uh, we've been doing this for, they're working on their music for about a month, month and a half, at the same time with the holiday concert is. And we burn CDs, and we, we give them as gifts for the parents. 
So my kids are feverishly trying to get those done, and they're all very excited about it. And it keeps them very much on task. I plan it out that we burn it at the same time around the holiday concert because they're so excited that they finally have something to give their family. So we do that. That's the fourth grade. In the fifth grade, we're working on the composer project. Um, the kids are working on their voice threads and their stuff like that, and uh, that keeps them very focused. Um, in my junior high and my sixth grade, um, we'll, we're going to be doing things where the Panetheum board, where they can do games within the class. I got like a three-ring circus going. I got the kids up on the Panetheum board. They use my laptop, and they do all the interactive stuff. Then they can do the interactive stuff uh, in their computers with their friends, and then I also have them working on their websites and I, I put all their stuff up, and they can comment. So we sort of change around, you know, move around. So that Kind of like centers. Right, centers. Yeah, centers, the 21st century style. Um, right, and, yeah. Right. So and, t- can you tell me what kind of things you're running in your centers? Like on your board, what kind of, you know, well, what kind I, of things do the kids Well, that ball drop thing that I just love, the kids love that. Um, and then they're also doing um, the play auditorium. Um, they love, they figured out, I put all, you know, because on my website I have all the interactives and they've been going through all that. They love being able to do that piano one where they can do the, the stuff and the, it goes up on the piano bar there. They play the piano and it goes up, the notation goes up. They love that. Um, and okay. So, and we just rotate around. They take turns. We have two pens up on the, um, on the Prometheum board and they take turns. And so it really is more about, you know, interacting and, you know, stuff. Um, so I don't let them watch anything. It has to be something that they actually have to do with a Panetheum board. It's not used as a projector. It is used as an interactive board because, you know. Right. Um, and so they just sort of change around. Then I have other kids working on CDs, and everyone's sort of working on every sort of different things, you know. So it's not like one big group thing. Um, my junior high kids, of course, are working on different plays. I'm going to be taking some to the Middle Fork tomorrow to uh, do a little play for first grade. Um, and... You know that type of thing. So uh, they're all working on different things. I think that's what that's what affords me. That's how different teaching is. Is that I personalize it. You know, it used to be all work together. I used to do music basketball and music baseball and music stuff. You know, where I asked questions and it was all a group. Now it's more individual. Mm-hmm. So, um, but like I said, I like. So here's time. a question for you. Yeah. Here's a question. Um, I noticed sometimes um, that. During this week before break, you get a lot of, sometimes teachers get kids that walk in the door and they say things like, are we doing anything today? And that happens a lot in the music room. And I think the reason that happens a lot in the music rooms in my area is because it's understood that the concert's over, we don't have much time. And so if they can, the kids will try to have social hour instead of doing class stuff. So do you have kids that walk into your room and say, are we doing anything today this week? Well, see... They already know that we're working on our CDs, and they already know that they're working on stuff. So they want to be in my... Matter of fact, I had 15 extra kids in my room, um, and the reason why they came to my room is because they had work to do in my room, whereas some of the classrooms are sort of winding down. My kids, they're, they're presenting at some of these conferences coming up, and they've got work to do. They're like, Mrs. Brooks, can we practice? Can we do this? Can we do that? I mean, they said, you know, there's not much going on here, but I want to... Your room, I know they're doing something. So... Um, I try to keep it very active. So that, that's just what I do. Um, they don't see it as the end. See, my fourth graders are the only ones that perform. And my fifth graders performed, you know, before Thanksgiving with their pig show. So, you know, we're still working and still doing stuff. Um, I have kids that want to come in early. I mean, we're still coming in early on Friday. Everyone else is sort of canceling stuff. Well, not me. 
I don't cancel anything. So, but I think what you're seeing there is you're seeing that the kids really want to work. Even though they tell you that they want to talk to their friends, we just want to take, I mean, that's what they'll say to you, is that they just want to take the time. Can we just have a day and talk with our friends, have study hall? That's what my kids used to call it at junior high. Yeah. And can we have study hall? And it wasn't ever really study hall. Um, but they really, if you will give them, if you give them stuff to do that they know is valuable, they want to do it because they'd rather be busy, just like an adult, right? We don't like going to meetings where we know whatever we're talking about is bunk and it's never going to apply to us. Mm -hmm. But if you give them stuff to do, like their CDs that they're going to give their parents for Christmas that they're already excited about, then they're willing to come in and, and do the work even though it's winding down into the end of the year. Right, right. And my whole thing is if you have purpose, you have learning. If they don't see a purpose – they're not going to learn if they if they you know if you just say oh you know you just have to learn about uh, Beethoven if they don't see that there's a purpose to to why to learn about him and to know his song and to be emotionally tied to it they won't buy into it you know um, right I mean I had to stop my kids today because we're doing these voice threads and I wanted them to actually talk they were doing the research on their composer they were so into the research I said wait a minute we're not ready for that we're not ready to research they go but well, we want to know about him. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God, you know, and it was like they wanted to know, you know, they wanted to know what's so going on. So at that point, did you say, okay, never mind, we're ready to research, go crazy. <laughs> That's what I said, okay, write the stuff down. You know, it's really funny. It really is. Um, it just goes back. I, I, I know I reiterate this a lot. It just goes back to purpose. As long as you have a purpose, you know, what's your purpose? And I have another kid that was that was doing something and wanted to take some pictures off Google. And we just talked about that. And I said, well, you know, that's fine, but I can't post it. He goes, oh, that's okay. He goes, I'll do two projects. I'll do a project that's going to be in the classroom because I really want to use some Google pictures. So I'm going to use that for the classroom. And then I'm going to do another one that can be posted that won't have Google stuff in it. You know, so, I mean, they really sort so he of. he doubled his workload on his own. He doubled his workload on his own because he really wanted to do, the, he really wanted to have this cool stuff, you know. So um, it, that sort of works. So, you know, I, I, like I said, you know, I think if we really keep it going and, you know, the kids aren't going to slow down. My kids aren't slowing down. I mean, I got kids that are already working, thinking of what they're going to do over vacation. Oh, Mrs. Pro, I'm going to let you know, you know. And plus, you know, now that it's Web 2.0 and my, I showed my kids how to do voice thread, I, I'm going to lay odds that some of my kids are going to make up their own voice threads over the vacation because that's all web-based. So they'll be working right. over the vacation. <laughs> and you know what? I think, Carol, that this same thing applies to teachers because we were talking earlier in our Skype before we started recording about how sometimes teachers who put in their letter of retirement yeah. start to go, and the administration maybe a little bit too starts to go, oh, well, you're retiring, so we don't need to worry about you. Or, you know, oh, well, I'm retiring in two years, and so this new thing that you're trying to throw at me, I don't need to worry about because I'm only going to be here for two years. It's kind of like this happens at the end right before break or at the end of the school year only oh, we're only going to be here for two more weeks so i don't need to utilize these two weeks well yes you do because there's important stuff that could be happening during these two weeks or during these last two years of your teaching you need to be present and working and and finding a purpose for why you're here right it's not just to buy time right 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 and my kids see it that way and a lot of times we'll say you know I had two kids say to me, you know, Mrs. Bros, we're not doing anything in class. We're just reading. We're just, it's a study hall. Can I come down and see you? Because I, mean, I got stuff to do. <laughs> I said, well, if your teacher lets you do it, yeah, you can come down. I mean, I see it as an opportunity to, you know. So they're, they're always trying to find ways to sort of whittle around and do stuff. So, But right. we, don't, we never stop, Brenda. We begin the year and we end the year always going, you know. So, 
Well, this has been good. I hope other people have that some insight that, insight that we don't shut down. We uh, There's always things happening. So, okay. Yeah, well, I would love to hear what some other people are doing at the end of the holiday season, too. That'd be fun. Right. And when we put this up, I'll put up some of the, the interactive sites that my kids are using so that you, they can see that. That'd be great. Okay. Thanks. Cool. Yeah. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you would like more information on any of the topics we discussed, all the links are on the blog. 